Shakespeare once said all the world's a stage, but he didn't tell us how to get there. This is Steps to the Stage, a 7th Street Theater podcast. I'm your host, Colin Pinedo, and let's get the show going. Thank you, places! If you're looking for your ideal home, then Regina Price can help you find it for the right price at reginaprice.com. Hello and welcome to Steps to the Stage, a 7th Street Theatre podcast about the community theatre professionals you know and love. I am your host, Colin Pinedo, and here I am joined with the director of our newest production, Alice in Wonderland, Donna Rice. Donna, welcome back. Well, thank you so much. It's great to be back. Uh, um, so walk us through a little bit of what it was like uh, sort of pitching and coming up with this idea, walking it through to literally where we are today, which is our uh, dry tech run that we just did over the course of a couple hours this afternoon. Yeah, sure, you Hmm. bet. Well, really a lot of the inspiration for this particular play was wanting to work with and mentor some young and new directors coming into the arena, Uh, one of them being yours truly here, Colin Pinedo, who is um, an assistant director on the show along with Allison Riley and then Colin's uh, mom. Debbie Pinedo. And so these are all um, exceptional people in our theater world who have a vision for future directing. And so I thought this will be a great show to work with y'all with and in order to um, do something that I also love. You know, of course, one of my big things to do when I direct is I often look to literature and classic works of literature that come alive on the stage. Um, It really makes my heart sing to do that and to work with kids of all ages. So we started there. And um, from there, um, I mean, if you really want to go into the nitty gritty and the nuts and bolts, um, my process is to start visioning that show and how it will actually be delivered on stage and breaking down those parts and pieces so I can get very organized uh, organization is something that I think is essential when you are directing and put to get, putting together a show. And then pulling together my full production team. Boy, does it matter the sensibilities, the creativity, and that ability to work together for a team. It matters to me. And so um, I got really um, clear about who we wanted to bring on board. Started having our production meetings to make sure everybody had what they needed, had a shared vision, was bringing their ideas to the table. Um, Started planning out the uh, schedule and what we needed to do step by step in order to bring this show to the stage. So, I mean, that's it in kind of a general way, but that's where we started. Is that an answer to your question? Absolutely. Cool. I love that you brought up how organized you are because that is especially when talking with my mom and everything, that is what comes across the most to us, that you run a very tight ship. And I really appreciate that. Thank you. Especially um, when looking at other directors I've had in the past (laughs) who've been a bit more loosey-goosey with it. I'm like, I really do appreciate them. Like, you know exactly who's going to be there and why and for how long. And it makes everything run very, very smoothly. Like we were talking about earlier today, how it's like, if you let everyone get their due time and put the work in that they need ahead of time, then things that can take all day in other shows for us took only a few hours. It, it really, really did. Impressive. You know, I, I think Colin, it's a, it gets down to respect. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. you got to have respect for your own time. You want to have respect for others time as well. You want to let people know those clear expectations so that they can come with their a game and come prepared. And there's the expectation that they're prepared, that they've been thinking and planning 
and able to come to the set ready to work. And that I find is the place where all the magic really happens and the creativity flies. I know for some directors, there's sort of a sense we're just going to get together and we're going to vibe and we're going to work it out and find it. And that's a way that can work for some. It doesn't work for me so much. I like coming in with a game plan and then we have our time becomes exploration and our creativity really flies. I think that's what works. It works yeah. for me. Yeah, absolutely. And like you can tell, like you can see the forethought that you put into it. And Thanks. Absolutely. I think just in the theater world and in general, like trust and respect are truly essential to how, I think so. yeah, to how everything sort of shakes out and the belief and understanding yeah. that these people will have the things that they need to do completed on in the time in which we need them to do it. And it really, yeah. 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 You know, and it's also interesting working in children's theater because there are some arenas in which people look at children's theater as sort of, oh, we're doing a talent show and there are cute kids on stage and moms and dads comes and see, come and see it and they love it no matter what. And really our expectations are for kids and all of us to come in focused on the show and a quality show and bringing out the best in ourselves and in one another, that we work collaboratively, we are an ensemble, we hold one another up, and we rise together. And that there's so much more and so we can go so much deeper, no matter our age, and that we have a commitment to one another. This is also why we're really tight about our rehearsal schedules and we can't just come in with, oh, I had a thing come up or I need this extra, um, I don't know, I want to go do this extra batting practice or whatever. Your commitment is to this schedule, this rehearsal schedule, this production schedule, and you are an essential part of this team and we all work together. So we try and set those expectations from the outset. And um, I think when yeah. people are treated in uh, with that kind of respect and that they matter and they make a difference and they're essential, they rise up to that as well. They rise up and they give it back to you in turn. And that is, that is, the, that is the ecosystem. That is right. think, a life cycle of the things that we do. And I, yep. yeah, and the kids love it. I think that adds something when it's more than just you're going to sit there and look cute and sing a silly little song. Absolutely. Yeah, I think they enjoy being respected as an yeah. actor, as a performer. Yeah. And, you know, I want to give credit also to some of my mentors mm -hmm. in theater. I'm thinking um, really very much right now of our particular theater founder, Paul Larson, who really, we, we even joke around in our theater, like, you got Larsoned, where you just suddenly you find yourself doing things that you really had no idea you could do, but he just has this way of bringing in people, giving that support and encouragement, providing the tools, and then stepping away and letting you do and fly as a good teacher does. And of course, he comes from the world of education, and I come from that world as well. And I really take those lessons to heart, that you you bring in people, you give them tools, and then you let them fly. I'm thinking of, in our, in our little show right here, one of our actors who came to me with um, a vision for the shrubberies yes. that would be in this Alice in Wonderland world, and that they're particular to England, and that was this is a passion of his. 
And, you know, my thought was, well, let's let him own that and bring that forward and look at what we have in the end result. It's spectacular. And really the, um, the, the power of the show comes down to these details, mm-hmm. these little details For that sure. just make all the difference. Absolutely. Am I talking in a circle? I no, feel like no. I'm <laughs> hoping I'm making sense as I go. Absolutely not. <laughs> but I, yeah, I love that level of collaboration and creativity yeah. that we are allowed really only in, on a theater on this level of theater and yeah. the way that we can sort of build and add yeah. and play to the strengths of the people that we end up with. I feel like that's a magic. Yeah. Yeah. And in this community theater world, you know, there are people of all levels of training and ability, but everybody's here with Mm. a passion. And so magic happens in that space. And when people have an opportunity to play and grow and experiment and work together in this way, incredible things happen and things that are really worthwhile, not only for one another, but for those audiences who come in. You know, so often at this little theater, people will come for the first time and be in that. I had no idea how amazing this place could be. I had no idea the quality of theater that we were going to get. And they're blown away by that time and time again. Absolutely. We are yeah. the best kept secret. Yeah, we are. <laughs> yeah, we are. Secret no more because no, people are listening yes. to Steps to the you're Stage. Here, here, yeah, come, come and, and play us. with us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, room for everyone. People absolutely be welcome here. Open arms. Yes, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. So you mentioned that you came from the world of education. Can yeah. Can you speak on how that has helped you and influenced you in this in this sort of space, in this world? Yeah, well, I mean, you know, I'm not going to lie. I come with a deep love of kids and teaching kids and working with them and um, encouraging and supporting them to discover all the things that they can do and be and think and and create and and how to be people who work together. This is something that's a value to me, and that for me is is the heart of a teacher. Um, and I know the Larsons, who are educators, began this theater as an with an education mission. That is at the heart of what we do here. We are about training and learning and supporting as educators. Many of us who find our way here are educators. And so um, I, I, that's the only way I know how to do this. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that is what makes this particular theater so valuable and so magical and why so many find their way here. Great many educators are involved in this particular, in this particular theater. Yeah. 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 Did I answer that one? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> if you need high quality headshots or other professional photo work done, visit Zochi Neri Photography at fb.me slash photos. So um, why don't you talk about why specifically Alice in Wonderland called to you this time and like how like, like what sort of inspiration sure. you have given in like your vision and your direction? Sure, sure. Well, I've had a lifetime love of Alice. So you know, many people of my generation grew up on those classic Disney films, 
and that I'll be honest, that's where I first discovered Alice as a kid. I mean, I was charmed by it and mesmerized by the weirdness and the fantasy and all that cool stuff. I was a little bit older when I discovered the books. And I, as a, originally in a literature major, an English major, I really dug deep in college into both uh, Alice in Wonderland and Through the Looking Glass. And I did a thesis on the work. And it is fascinating when you go deep. There is this surface story, but so many layers, so many psychological and social and political layers to the Alice tale that a lot of people are not aware of. And when you see the Disney film, the original cartoon, you um, don't really get that or understand that. That's not as apparent. Um, some of the more recent films give you a little more of that edge. And so it was that um, the world of literature that just just really grabbed me. So I've always been intrigued about having a bigger part in the Alice story and bringing it forward. So that was um, that was part of the inspiration. I'll tell you, there was another little piece. So those, those again, of my generation who were the MTV generation, yes. we grew up on the advent of video. Uh, Tom Petty had that great Don't Come Around Here No More video that used the Alice theme that absolutely captured the themes of the novels into that little video and into that song that really is um, masterful. You know, it's visually interesting, but it's um, right in keeping with Lewis Carroll's work. So um, it's worth checking out if you're interested in the world of Alice. <coughs> Excuse me. No, you're fine. And so um, it was all of that. It was always in my mind that I'd like to work with Alice on the stage. Yeah. And it just seemed like the right time and everything came together. It had been several years mm -hmm. since Alice had been performed on this stage. And so it was time. Yeah. When was the last time <coughs> we stage Alice here? Oh, golly. Like a decade ago? I, I'm not exactly sure, but I know this is the fourth time okay. in our like four decade history that we've done Alice. Yeah. I mean, it's a classic and Absolutely. it's a favorite. Yeah. Um, there are musical versions, there are play versions, and then we went with uh, the play. I can speak to that as well. I very much like, well, I love a good musical. I think working with the plays mm -hmm. allows our actors yes. to really go deep in character. Mm -hmm. There's time to really work and build those characters, build their physicality. Um as removed from the singing and dancing, yes, absolutely. right? Absolutely. <clears throat> but all that said, I did have a vision for bringing a little bit of music mm -hmm. into our pre-show and into our interlude yes. and thought, wouldn't it be interesting to put a couple of the carol poems to vocal arrangement? And our uh, sound engineer here, yes. Joey, who happens to be very musically inclined and also happens to be my kid. I asked him to, I challenged him to put um, Jabberwocky and Mouse's Tail to vocal arrangement. And I'm incredibly He's, impressed they are, with, they are they're good, right? They're really they're good. He says, I was not aware of 
the level of technicality that would be involved in these two songs. I mean, he went deep. He went deep. They are fantastic. And he has three exceptional vocalist pieces in three parts. And um, they're they're gorgeous. And they they tell a good story. They they really are. Yeah. I I know. Impressive. We have our own little music added using uh, some classic Lewis Carroll poetry. So I think they're great fun. Yeah, yeah, I am a total advocate for more plays. As a musical theater person and a musical theater major, right. I am in my classes like, guys, do plays. Please, goodness, do more plays. Yes. It so much. And it's just, as a performer, like, why would you not? Yes. Like, why would you not want to flex the, or like, yeah, flex the other muscles that you have? Flex those muscles, go deep in your craft, go deep in character. Yes. And just really work mm-hmm. with all the tools you have. Um, I I think that's yeah. magical. It uh, really, your performances on stage just all the more richer. Yeah, more more thoughtful. If yeah, you just if you put down the music for a minute and truly focus yeah. on like the text, like the manner yeah. of speaking, and like how to handle like the dead air in the room. Now, as a young performer too, don't you find that there's a certain level of challenge? Whereas there's a lot of musical theater that you're familiar with. So you have a bass place yeah. coming We're into your musical theater performances, but maybe not so familiar yeah. with that. The, yes. Those dramas, those Absolutely. comedies, and you oftentimes are developing something kind of sight unseen yes. and which is a scary place, mm-hmm. but a thrilling place. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Almost every play I've seen or been a part of, that wasn't Shakespeare was new to me when yeah. I first when I first found it and discovered yeah. it. And so and that's also the fun of it too, is there is so much material that so we much. are essentially ignoring by yeah. not looking at that whole world. Yes. And I'm like, there's so much there's so much good monologues, just good character work. Mm-hmm. Riveting, yes, riveting. Absolutely. And all the things that you can do um within a show like this, people think they know all these characters or they marginalize it to a Disney-esque type of approach, which and I'm not knocking Disney at all. I love yeah. Disney and I love that particular but take, but movie. there's there's so much more. And um, I mean, I want to call out that <laughs> we actually have three different individuals who will be playing our Queen of Hearts in the show. We have our lead who has been cast, who is exceptional, but she's we knew fantastic. from the outset, she's amazing fantastic. and she is the right one for this role. And we knew from the outset that sh- there would be two shows she couldn't make, um, but she's so good. And I've worked with her before and know always I can count on her to develop such a rich, amazing character. I knew she was the one, but I went ahead and cast knowing we'd have two to fill and did I want to understudy? Well, I was working with two exceptional performers whom I love and I know to be extraordinary as assistant directors, um, and each of them, including you, Colin, are going to take a performance yes. as the Queen of Hearts. I, I like Tell it. me how you feel about I'm that. Wearing a lot of hats in this production. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and, you are. But in like the most exciting way. Like there is, there is almost no greater joy than having a full schedule, right? Of like having. So what is stuff that you love yes, like this? Yeah. Having so much to do, like a, like a buffet has been yeah. laid out in front of you, and you just get to gorge yourself. Yeah. Like it is so good, and I'm like I never thought I'd do Queen of Hearts, ever. <laughs> and it's just it's just fun. Yeah. Like that's the best part of this is it's just fun. And I just get to sort of let loose a little bit and just sort of hang out. 
yeah interact with these kids in like pretty amazing ways in pretty amazing ways i i just i can't wait to see your um full performance Allie's full performance and of course our riley smith who was our our lead i mean i feel i'm just i can't wait Mm -hmm. for all the many flavors Mm -hmm. that we get with the three of you (laughs) off with the heads every time she says every time so good yeah yeah it's a really fun challenge i guess yeah able to because yeah this is the quickest I think understudy turnaround I've ever done theoretically. Yeah. yeah of yeah. yeah. From like, oh, I'm definitely doing this to oh, we Guess open what? we open next week. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> now Guess I need a costume. Yeah. Wonder if the wig fits. Guess I need a wig. Guess I need flats. Yeah. All the good stuff. But it's been a pretty amazing experience. Yeah. I'm excited to finish it out. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. And just think, Colin, of all our amazing creative team. Oh, yeah. Which is, again, I say say this. I pat myself on the back that when I am at the head of a production where a team is involved, where I pat myself on the back is I feel like I'm very good at putting together a team. Mm -hmm. I find great players who know so much more than I do, who have so many great creative ideas and um, I'm able to just give, let them fly and amazing things happen. So I think about our costumers here, our makeup artists here, our stage management team, our production team, our sound and light designers and technicians. I mean, everybody from all different avenues of this production brings so much that we cannot help but be an exceptional performance in the end, right? Yeah, right. Um, and, these, you know, people of all ages, thinking of our uh, Shelby, our young Shelby, who is apprenticing on properties and is okay. making a great many of the props. This is a very creative young oh, woman who is being mentored by uh, professionals and uh, learning to build and do. Um, can't wait to see all that she yes. brings forward. And- you know. This one who has seen the stuff she's brought so far, like they are fantastic. Aren't they? they are right at home in Wonderland. This girl, yeah, amazing, mm-hmm. amazing, amazing. Yeah. And then all the parents who come in oh, and support. Yeah. Yeah. We are very volunteer based. We have mm-hmm. parents who do our refreshments and our lobby and our novelties and all those things, those details that yeah. add some extra zhuzh to the to the whole show. Yeah. So Absolutely. yeah, yeah. It is. Yeah. This team. This team is a really good. It is a good crop. It is a good crop and a very um, joyful to be around this team. A a team of Alice lovers, I think, Mm -hmm. all around. Doesn't it help so much when people are all Mm -hmm. invested together? Yes. Not a lot of ego. People are looking to uh, the fun and the overall quality, and they're all in. So that makes a lot of difference. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 It is really, it has been. It, I've truly, I've really enjoyed being on this team with you and being in this position and oh. watching these kids yeah. grow and improve in ways that I could never have imagined. Yeah, it's been such a joy, Colin, honestly. And I will tell you very, very truly, one of my great pleasures is watching you and Allie and how you have risen up in this 
directing role. Um, I've been watching the both of you for several years now, and I've had an opportunity to work with you as young performers and have seen you come into a very high level of ability, uh, your two exceptional talents um, on the stage and seeing you in this behind the scenes role. I'm so impressed with your natural ability to work with the actor, to see the big picture and the creativity of your ideas. It's transferring gorgeously. And you both have um, a really clear avenue ahead of you should you choose to continue in the directing role. But what a joy it's it's been to Thank work you with you so too. Much. But yeah, I, I really am liking being on the other side of the table as I have been calling it. <laughs> but yeah, I, yeah, it has opened... My eyes have been opened yeah. in like a new way of like this entire other half of the show that I've yeah. never actually gotten to see before. And it right. is fascinating to see this process and like actually know and understand the things that I have been wondering about all yeah. these years. Like, oh, yeah. so that's how auditions actually go. Yeah. Like, these are how this is how the sausage really gets made. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And doesn't that open your eyes oh, yeah. too when you're behind the scenes, particularly in the casting mm-hmm. and that process. And you have a lot of ahas mm-hmm. as a performer, so right? Casting it's like, show was actually really fun. yeah, it is very yeah. fun. And also you see really how all the parts and pieces go together and you understand as a performer, why sometimes yeah. maybe you are, you yourself would be really great in a role, but you in partnership yeah. with the collective team, it's like that's not better. the right balance. And yeah. you're better over here. Mm-hmm. And you just see things differently. Yes. And I think especially when you're a young performer, you walk away sometimes from those auditions going, well, why not me? And why didn't I? And, and we don't, yeah. it, it helps to see the fullness, yes, the full picture. The full picture. A yeah. saying about auditions where it's like, it's never you. Like it is never on you as to why things didn't or did go your way. Like there are so many, like hundreds of other decisions and like connective tissues yeah. that are required. Right. And like, you cannot allow yourself to get hung up on those things. No. It is show business. And yeah, it is. Forget about mm-hmm. the second word there. 100%. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And certainly if one is going out into the professional world, that is something to remember. Yes. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, anything else we need to talk about in terms of our we're, we're making good time we're making one good time one or two more yeah yeah i mean I, yeah, yeah. Um, i'm thinking what else, what else is there to I share mean, with the world on our, our dry tech run today so oh yeah 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 know what that word sure means, what that right today about. we had a really efficient dry tech I'm and then tomorrow tomorrow we'll run our wet tech and the dry tech in a nutshell, is where your crew comes together to go through the paces of the show, dry, meaning without the actors in place. And then we'll do the same wet tech with the actors in place. And that's really the difference there. And what made our dry tech so efficient today is, again, we go back to that organization and our technicians, particularly our light and sound designers and our stage manager team, um, were so um, prepared 
and thoughtful coming into today that they had so much of their work done and ready and organized so that when we sat down today, after we after spending a couple hours, everybody yes. doing last minute things and making sure everything was in place and legs started to get hung and all that good stuff. As soon as we um, did that, we came together and went cue to cue through that show and even like taking a good break and taking our time with it. We went through the entirety of the show in under four hours, which is, which, which is sound f- fabulous. Yeah, it's, it's fabulous. Really, really quick turnaround. I have been a part of many dry tech mm-hmm. that are way into the wee hours. Heard <laughs> yes. And it is, you know, the sun has not even set oh, on yeah. this day as we are recording this. After. And we are complete and with time to do this recording mm-hmm. and we're not exhausted and get we're not. <laughs> exactly. Get home for dinner, get yeah. a good night's sleep and be ready to go. Um, yeah. Rest and so relax for our tech week, which begins right now. Yep. So we go into wet tech and we're followed by some dress rehearsals. Mm-hmm. And on Friday night, we open. And so there's another thing about community theater, which, you know, it's very different from, say, a professional theater, where one might workshop a show for months and months and months and months and have all kinds of opportunity to work it and then work with preview audiences before we even hit opening. And really, we've got a four-weekend run. So we rehearse for six weeks. We get our show up. And we do our 12 performances for this show, four different weekends, three performances each. And then we close. And it's done. And it's on to the next show. And pack up and move on. And pack up and move on. So um, we have to go up fast, really put our heart and soul into it. This week will be crazy and it will go into three performances. So come next Sunday, our cast and crew will be exhausted but I'm sure feel very gratified for a job well done. And then they will come back the next weekend. So eager and ready to jump back in, they will miss it terribly and be ready to jump back in. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. So here we go. Yeah, Tech week, baby. Now it begins. (laughs) Now it begins. Yeah. 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 Well, Wonderland awaits down yes, the rabbit hole. Down the rabbit hole we go. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. <laughs> I am thrilled to do this. It's it always a, fun to spend time with you, Colin. Speaking with you, absolutely. Thanks, sweetie. Thank you so much. <laughs> Bye. Bye. In today's day and age, it's more important than ever to remain informed and present in your community, which is why today we would like to highlight the Chino Champion local newspaper. Make sure you keep up with all of Chino's great local events like festivals, meetups, and live performances, virtual or otherwise. The Chino Champion. Thanks for tuning in. Please, subscribe to Steps to the Stage on your favorite podcast platform. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, all that good stuff. And scene.